0: Green Bay Packers. Now this is obviously 1972. Maybe people are a little bit cooler, but I don't think so. No, I think there's just a bad hostility in people still. So uh, you know, that's the caliber of fan base when you're talking about the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah. Low class. That is the caliber of
1: fan base and that's the we're going to wait till our caliber of fan base logs on here. I think Bailey's going to be on shortly. Excellent. Uh, we got a lot of stuff here. We're gonna do uh, talk about the Vikings lo- winning. Cool, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna watch an old Viking game while you rant about your team winning, whichever <laughs> which which the fans of the show love. You know, um, and well, then
0: it, it is. So what time is it right now? I don't mean to be. It is. What do we say? It's twelve fourteen. Okay, yeah, I have to fill. I have to fill the meter up at uh, one thirty, 130, one thirty-five. Absolutely, so we uh, can that's do a first a, half. Yeah, yep. Yep. that is an absolutely great time to, to yep. stop. Yeah, yep. uh, all right, makes sense because I don't want to get a ticket again. God, I went. Did by you get the, one last week too? No, no, two weeks ago I did, but I, all right. I didn't get one last week. Uh, but by, by Macarthur Park, by Macarthur Park, it, it was. I mean, it smells like ass. Like they, I yeah, what they've tilled the soil or yeah, something? yeah, and
1: there's probably porta potties being emptied. Oh, uh, but this week in TV history, we got some Sybil to flick through. Uh, we got a bunch of VHSs from the 80s and 90s, uh, but all from this week. Uh, we got new TV league standings. Fraggle Rock is coming back. We got a lot to talk about. Let's just start the show, sure, everybody.
0: Absolutely, I'm looking for. From Atlanta, Fulton
2: County. We're storming the Capitol! It's a revolution!
1: The color I see, Shut then up. you maintain the status
3: December 7th, 19th.
2: I'm gonna question a psychopath. And you so badly. I know. I got me. we got to show it some green The world's gone crazy Yet it's so obscene. You've got nowhere to hide In the big machine You say it it sounds like TV On the radio So push that down I wanna hear it in stereo Do what you want It's for women and people Nothing holds you back On that online radio Ain't no love Tonight in this city And here I go Oh right!
1: Oh, wait, I got it hooked up to a different channel. I forgot about it. Hey, hello everybody. Welcome to hello. I was fucking very fucking.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's okay, very man. Stuttered. Hey, man, uh, you're excited. I was going off on that. Th- th- you know that music affects me, as you know, Keith. Oh yeah, it affects all of us. And in again, a introduce the show. Don't me inter- interrupt you, man. But no, wel- you're welcome fine. to the show, welcome ladies to and the gentlemen. Show. And uh, and but this time, usually I go off on a political tangent. In my mind. This time in my mind. I was thinking about uh, I don't know just basic delusional conversations (laughs) imaginary delusional conversations I might have heroes heroes of yourself no more like people who've been in show business you know and didn't have success (laughs) and and I don't want to find out kind of but yet, yet had some opportunities. Like it was kind of in the cards. I mean, kind we, can of go in to, the cards. we can go to Brian Trainham's bar after. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and and and, and why it didn't happen? You know what I mean? Tra-Trainum, you know, you know, Trainham was Trainham was the junior Stopka of my era of comedian. You know, like whoa, he's this wild guy who says all this crazy shit, man. Oh yeah. Hey, you know. But it was also like it was. Well, I had never met anyone quite like him, you know. And uh, he's he has problems, but (laughs) but ultimately he was a big fan of my act. So therefore, I have to have some respect. You gotta love someone like that, you know. If if they like your act, isn't that weird that that's how fucking it it is? (laughs) Oh, how vain and weak it kind of is. I mean, they like my act, so therefore I'm gonna like them. Doesn't make them a good person. Even if
1: you don't like them, there's just just like well, of course, because it's like there's a hesitancy.
0: (laughs) Hey, listen, I said it before. The show. TJ Miller told me he's like uh, one. This is when I hung out. Last time I hung out with him a year and a half ago, before before the pandemic. And he was just like, "Okay, what do you really want in show business, Adam? What 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 are you trying to do?" Like he was, he was, you know, he's he's questioning me, and he he was pointed with this question. He wasn't a jerk. He was just very matter of fact, which I think is is good. I think you want to hear that, you know? Yeah. He was like, "Because you're funny." He's like, "You're funny." So I was kind of like, you know, again, I'd already softened my stance on him, and and then I softened it even further. (laughs) When he kissed my ass, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like absolutely. The, that's what it. You oh, know it's what? so bad. He's you know? a good guy. You know, it, it, you know. Again, I think I, I get along with him. I used to not like him for quite some time. I didn't like, and you know something, Keith. If you know him, you know me for a little while. I hold a grudge. I, I can hold a grudge for a while, and uh, I got over my grudge. And you know something? If you have grudges out there, which I'm sure. You have grudges out there. Our, our fan base probably does, given the caliber of person we're attracting. Uh, let go of the grudge. If you have grudges let out there? The grudge. Let
1: us know, especially if it's a DVD copy. <laughs> it's a grudge joke 2004 grudge
0: <laughs> starring Sarah Michelle Geller. And and uh, who else was, was that? Was that her and like Freddie Remake Jr.? It's a they? remake of a Japanese horror film. Oh, they, I tell you what, those Japanese they do a they do a mean horror movie. Mm. The one that I think of is audition. Did you ever see audition? I've never seen audition. Oh, I think you'd like, uh, and I trust your uh, weirdo sensibilities. <laughs> I trust your uh, tastes for the most part, Keith. Uh, your, your tastes are better. There's more good in it than bad. I think you'd like. I think you'd like. Uh, although I think of you as being a horror aficionado, audition is. A, <clears throat> oh, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, audition is. Uh, it's pretty rough. I found it pretty rough to watch. It's it's twenty years old, twenty one years old. I think it came out in two thousand. God, it's amazing how, how long ago that is. Um, I, I I think that uh, oh, buddy, th- there's just some really graphic horror, and, and it, it builds very well. There's just some some pretty shocking moments. There's about three or four shocking moments that truly make it worthwhile. That's it's weird, like it, it's perverse. <laughs> Not in a sexual way, but just like, oh, like the, oh, it's just the whole, well, the whole plot of the movie is a guy's a recent uh, widower. So he he's a TV executive and he has auditions for young women. They think it's for a TV show, but it's actually for him to find a wife. And he's like in his mid late 50s. A nice wife or one to murder. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. He's looking to find a a woman who's like 20 in her early 20s and he's in his mid 50s, late 50s. Some soap. I'm going to put on some soap. I like that. That's fine with that. And he's got a buddy who warns him, like you know, this is not a good idea. This isn't really. You're not being truthful with your intentions with this. And he was just like, nope. And he finds a, a young woman that that he's really attracted to, and she lures him in, and she's this wicked human being, <laughs> like she's really vicious, you know. And she's like, but this very meek sort of, you know, you know, uh, small Asian woman, and she, but she's just vicious she's a vicious human being and so I, I actually as far as horror goes japanese horror movie audition hit me well because
1: they me. don't they don't do like freddy krueger boogeyman stuff no, their no. horror is very suspenseful very exactly. realistic yes you absolutely. adopt a kid and then it, it ends up being a 45 year old midget man exactly who's like,
0: and slowly revealed by like a you see a hand through like like a sheet coming off of a bed or something like it's alive you know so yeah no absolutely absolutely uh, audition is there's it builds up. So when I say three or four moments, they literally build up just to three or four moments, but they're pretty good. Like they the, the follow through you have to you have to watch it to sit down and just be like, OK, I'm going to watch this movie. I'm going to watch this movie because the first one <laughs> I'm going to keep a door cracked open. I, I, I have I'm going to this, this is the last point I'm going to make. I'm not going to say the gross things that happen because I don't want to be a spoiler alert. Although I don't give a shit. When people do that, I don't give a shit. I'm not a big, well, the, I don't care about yeah, spoilers yeah, yeah, just tell me, because I'm still going to watch it and find things I like about it. You know, oh, the climactic scene, and that's the, oh, it's M. Night Shyamalan, ooh, his endings, which are now so forced and contrived. It's I don't like Dick thing. Van Dyke show, by the way, I'm cutting it off, but I, I
1: don't like Dick Van Dyke show during the day, because it reminds me of fucking midnight.
0: Like, Dick Van Dyke show to <laughs> me as a kid was Nick at night. Like, yeah, this yeah. minute was 11 p.m., that This was deemed like the Seinfeld of its time. Like it was a very kind of hip show, hip, early 60s, New York, early, mid 60s, New York kind of hip, you know, like Don Draper time. Hip. But no, but, but my final point about audition is it turns out this woman that he takes a liking to. And oh. Well, she's been doing that. She's been setting up widowers like this for a long time. That's kind of part of her thing. That's all I want to say. Because it's wicked. It's calculated. She's a brutal human being. She's vicious. But yeah, this was uh, Dick Van Dyke is still fucking alive, man. You know? Oh, yeah. It's insane. I mean,
1: I'm convinced. He's being kept alive by fucking medicine and gin at this point.
0: <laughs> oh, because I guess for years. He, he was, was a gin refills. He was a hardcore drunk for years. Oh, he's a luché.
1: Know? Aponte's on here. We got Aponte and Bailey live chatters. D- dick van mary up, you tell him more
0: was like so him cute
1: oh this is a great episode here's how much of a fucking dad i had a-, a tv dad yeah i know this plot really it's jerry fucking it's old boy from coach jerry yeah. van dyke or whatever his name is in real life yeah uh Dick and, Van Dyke. And his thing is, he's this very timid guy, un, unless he's sleepwalking. When he's sleepwalking, he's like a funny comedian who's playing shit, and otherwise, he's he's this guy he fucks up, he can't really play, he's not, but, but when he's sleepwalking, he's fucking, you know.
0: <laughs> he's like a talent. Milton Berle. Yeah. <laughs> he's, so working, he's working Dick's, the fucking cat so skills. So fucking
1: Rob sets it up to where they have him take a nap before fucking Alan Brady comes over.
0: Oh, the producer. So exactly. they set
1: up this, all. you know how you do Hollywood auditions in the living room? of the fucking head writer of the tv show yeah yeah. we'll we'll get alan brady the heads of all the shows we'll come here you'll make a pie you put your titties in the pie we'll relax and you
0: know yeah things will happen yeah what
1: a (laughs) yeah the audition so that's this episode and he so he just finished killing his sleepwalk audition and then he falls asleep after the song and, oh. and he's like, oh, you know, what what happened? Rob, why won't he wake up? Okay. And they're okay. like, oh, it's a part of his act. Just go leave. Is, is that
0: what Alan, uh, Alan, uh, yeah, the Alan guy. Brady? Is
1: it Alan Brady? Yeah, it's one of the Reiners. I, I was think it's to say Carl Alan Reiner. Bradley, but it's that, a young Carl Reiner. Oh, yeah. That's well, Alan I, Brady. I think
0: Reiner directed a lot of these and cast of the Dick Van Dyke Go show. to
1: NCIS, the
0: number two show in America right here. Yeah. We're flicking around, having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? My script got to one of these guys. <laughs> oh yeah! I wish it was the version we're sending on now, but it could happen again. So uh, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put it down. You're not gonna hate it. Yeah, exactly. I am comfortable. We have a good product right now. We have a marketable product. We finally, we we've the the breakthrough of changing the name. Is, uh, I think, again, these are the steps you go through, I'm sure, when you have a, uh, as you go through the process, you know, of what you're trying to sell, just to get even the faintest interest, you know. A fainter? You know trying to pull up some old viking games oh uh, yeah we well about yeah it's all game as here. we know uh, we said this before when the show first started you know i got uh, one downloading let me see how long it's gonna take here uh g- give me the date still
1: 17 fucking it's a playoff game between
0: the vikings and the redskins oh uh, well of course they lost it no so. i don't
1: know if it's with or John. is it 73
0: 88 oh well yeah the, the, they well that's the nfc championship game yeah that's the only team that had a chance of genuinely as much as the 98 team was dominant and they were a phenomenon they broke records Okay, here we could watch you know this one. We'll as much as the 90 day team was great they were gonna have a tough time with the broncos because the broncos were a genuinely good football team and, and had done it before uh but the broncos were the, no one was used randy moss was a fucking splat you were, do you remember randy moss oh, coming oh yeah. league? well that's I mean, the game
1: we have on here we're gonna put on here because
0: uh, and then the 0-9 team could have won too i
1: gotta I put on the intro for the sports segment though
0: This is the sports segment of the the, 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 show. This is in Dallas.
1: I know. This is Randy Moss torching the fucking Uh,
0: Cowboys. Is this this the 2000 or 98 game? uh, 98, Uh, I think. Is it? The 98 game is amazing. Let's see. Yeah, then... It's, uh, yeah, 1998. Yeah, this is the one where it was like, used to that. yeah. And, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know.
1: We shouldn't be on TV right now.
0: used to playing on Thanksgiving, and, and the Dallas Cowboys have to be- It
1: really does in comparison, because the booths are so fucking diverse now. Yeah. It looks wild when you go on there and you see, like, grandpa-ish old white men. But, but you're like, oh, that's all the that's all that used to get. You being an old white man used to be a prerequisite for getting a job like that back then.
0: <laughs> well, they also had a lot of experience, and they've been around forever. And there is something to familiarity where you're just like, and some people, oh, breeds can tell. I think familiarity, like, it's warm. It's comforting. This was the featured game. This was the sexy game. And the Vikings... Kicked their ass. God, it was a satisfying game. Uh, this to me is truly Randy Moss's greatest game as a Viking. It, it truly is because he had three receptions for 163 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> he had three catch. That's it. Guy, you know his fantasy numbers wouldn't have because he wouldn't have enough catches. He, no, three catches. Once you're averaging, Keith, if you have 163 yards, you're averaging uh, uh, over 50 yards of reception. <laughs> I mean, it was like it was like he was truly video game. It was a video game type player. Oh yeah, and I know? remember
1: being like, "Who the fuck? Like who's what's Marshall? Like even the college he was from." I'm like, "Who Marshall? the fuck is this yeah, guy?" Yeah.
0: But 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 he you know he got he originally got recruited by by floor uh, by Notre Dame. He went to Notre Dame, and then he he was he couldn't deal with it, so he got kicked out. And and, and Holt said, "Okay, Bowden, you take him." And then at Florida take State Rand- takes this Randy Moss kid off my head. And I don't think – I think he might up. If if Moss would have made because he got kicked off of Florida State, you know what I mean? It's like wow, and that was in Florida State. Where, I mean, early '90s football, thuggery still was very dominant. Thuggery—that sounds like a rap
1: group he created.
0: <laughs> David Palmer—he was a second-round pick in 1994, uh, but from Alabama. But but they like uh, like, and he got kicked off Florida State. They would have had Peter Warwick. Charlie Ward and Randy Moss. A lot of Warwick's back then. Warwick, Warwick. Dunn, Peter Warwick, <laughs> and I th- Barry Warwick. And I also think Warwick, uh, Peter uh, Warwick Dunn was also on that too. So it was like literally their offense would have just been loaded. They would have been scoring sixty to seventy points a game in college. He couldn't make that team. So he went to Marshall. where He was amazing, and he, you know he, people were concerned about his personality. Yeah, I'll be dead honest with you. I always, even when he went to other, t- I always thought he was. I mean, he was could be kind of a dick. You know, but I didn't think he was worse than he, oh, we he fumbled that opening kick. I remember being like, they're going to lose this game. No, but uh
1: were you less so back then? Because there was there no. was, was there a fresh hope in your in your heart.
0: Well, well in 98, it was like they were 15 this? and one. Can you say this? When have you tr- when can you truly Look at that say face mask when can What? You, a, that
1: is a 90s face mask right well, there?
0: When can you truly say that the Chicago Bears? had been the best team in the NFL when you've cheered for them. And the time you've cheered for them. The year they went to the Super Bowl, I thought they were legitimately
1: life. I thought they were better than the Colts okay i thought the colts only have peyton manning if the bears really play their best game when hester ran the kickback i was like oh this is fucking over oh yeah we're gonna win the fucking super bowl
0: yeah so you honestly felt that way because i always felt that that team was a lot of smoke and mirrors which is a bit of a a, of a harsh thing to say because they had a very good defense and obviously had an amazing that's when they used to have a good offensive line Corey stringer dead that offensive line had three pro bowlers randall mcdaniel that guy the left guard there randall McDaniel zero holding penalties in his entire career 14 year career zero holding penalties did you hear that out there yeah well, i heard it yeah and it, but so i've only had the phenomenon of there were 5 games in the 88 season and there was the entire 98 season where it was like they're the best team in football i, I had never experienced i've never experienced that it's basically a season and a quarter keith in my in my entire watching of the vikings where i was authentically like they're the best team in football. Even in 09, when they were very good, they were 12 and 4. And, and they were actually, at, I think they were, at one, they were 10 and 2 at one point, and, and Farr was having a magical year. And Peterson was young. And they had enough of a defense. They were a very good team that year. I still never, I felt like they were one of the top three or four teams, but not the best team. The Vikings, I felt, were the best team in football. So it was like, that's why this was, yeah, I was like watching this. I was like, well, I expect them to win. I mean, you have to assess your team on a championship standard. That's the probably reason why I have such indignation. When the Vikings, I look at them and I say, oh, yeah, they're kind of good. They're mediocre. They're average. There's too many flaws. Bailey reminds us the
1: Bears passed on Randy Moss. uh, And then Aponte uh, redundantly adds the Bears are historically bad in the draft. Until they drafted Justin Fields. Now they're geniuses. (laughs) Uh, They better get some players around him. The defense did carry the 06 team. But that's when defenses carried fucking defense won Tampa Bay their fucking Super Bowl.
0: Here we go. Brad here we Johnson go. Here was we go. the quarterback. Here, here's the, the first Bowl one team. right here. It's a flea flicker and he's wide open. <laughs> that's two minutes into the game. <laughs> Can you imagine
1: Zimmer doing that? Let's get let's lean into last week because your Vikings won and it was another anger win for for Adam Crotius So as we watch the Vikings torch the Cowboys in 1998, yes. which is more dynamic of an offense than the current 2021 Minnesota Vikings. Yes. What was who was their coordinator here? What's more dynamic about this team than
0: Brian Billick was their offensive coordinator, he became the head coach, of course, of the Ravens, and they won the Super Bowl in 2000. So, and their D coordinator, it wasn't Dungy, it was Foge Fazio. Dennis Green was her head coach. One thing I will uh, do, can you yeah. put
1: the uh angle the mic? No, you don't have to do it with the
0: oh, oh just this way, okay? Yeah, it's the other way, okay, okay, yeah, sure, absolutely. So yeah, it, it uh yeah, the, the the 98 team was uh you know, was an amazing team and, and and I've only had the experience for a season and a quarter where I truly thought the Minnesota Vikings were the best team in football. There was a five-game stretch in 1988 where their de- as dominant as their offense was this year, their 88 defense had a stretch that was I think they gave up twelve points in five games or something. I mean, they just and they had defensive they had touchdowns. John Randall
1: fucking CTing no, across they, the field.
0: They had Randall on this team. They're, they're, they're actually their defense here was was pedestrian, and, and that's actually where the Broncos would have run it down their throat and not given them the ball. So uh, and anyway, but but with talk about this. So let's talk about this week.
1: How did you feel? You were not happy, yeah? Because you want you're one of the fans that you want the demise of the Vikings.
0: Like you want. Let's end they, this. They they got to blow. <laughs> Here's what's frustrating, cheering for them is that they actually have talent. There is some talent on the. I would say that they have seven to eight genuinely good football players on their team. And maybe most teams have that. But when I list their top seven or eight players, I think that they're pretty competitive. They're a pretty competitive team, you know. Uh, and then they... Uh, but whatever. They cannot get consistent. They have enough flaws, though, that their flaws just show up. So, they played in LA this weekend. And I could have gone and probably scalped the ticket, Keith, for 50 bucks, Maybe even less. Like, right around kickoff oh, yeah. time. And I could have gone to that. But I didn't want to go because I just... I would hate cheer. My only regret is not going there and getting behind the Viking bench and yelling loudly, hoping that Rick Spielman could hear me. I want to just heckle Rick Spielman alone, their general manager, who's when their
1: general manager. I love manager, how you say heckle. Really, you want to tie him to a chair and do that fucking ball swing thing under the chair and I don't tap wanna, his sack like Bond?
0: Why, why physically hurt someone when you can do so much more damage? They th- they think they're going to compete with them. They think they're going to compete. We're going to. I was going to say. Yeah, I
1: love the thigh pad, the '90s thigh pad. Oh yeah, I love all the accessories
0: in the '90s that made you look like a mutant warrior. Yeah, we. we I mean, you get hit on those thigh pad. You, you had to have that. Yeah, you, you had that because you wouldn't get too brutal. Yeah, Irvin got hurt, I think, in this play. But anyway, uh, so I, I didn't go to the game this weekend. Even though I could have, I could have gone, and you would have watched a win because you didn't go because you were like, they're gonna lose. Well, I mean, I think their chances of losing were more than, I, or else they were going to get ahead and they'd lose in some way that it you know, would be terrible. Jimmy Hitchcock, terrible. They're playing for, on green concrete right there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It looks like they're playing on a racetrack with that yeah. Texas Stadium oh, logo. God. Yeah, absolutely. Awful. Well, he, Fucking think, Michael Irvin. Yeah, fucking! Yeah. I think he tackled him by his face mask. I think Jimmy Hitchcock ripped him down. Oh, and his Irvin face just mask.
1: had cocaine in his mouth guard at all times. Uh, at, yeah, this, yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah, in yeah, his he career,
0: pulled it down by his. Look at that man! Wow.
1: At this point, he was being held together by cocaine baggies. He was he was <sighs> taking him on his joints and heat sealing him with a gun.
0: I, I, I <laughs> a la Hollywood Henderson. I remember I remember seeing Hollywood Henderson play for the Cowboys in 1980 against the Redskins. He had put cocaine in his inhaler. So he would snort Hell cocaine yeah. out of his inhaler. Or an Afrin thing? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and he put it in there, and he did it on the sideline during the game. Anyone in the chat ever put cocaine in an, in an inconspicuous bottle so you could toot coke? Wow. I know. Like, And he was doing it on. Like, I remember being, he was on TV doing it. Like, that's pretty crazy. He was doing... Like, and that was a big game. It was probably 25... Watching television back then, I'm sure that Redskin Cowboy game in 1980 probably had... 12 to 15 million people watching it because it was that big of a game, that big of a rivalry. So I didn't go this weekend. So Justin
1: Jeffery, yeah, go
0: ahead. I, I I I don't want to physically hurt Spielman. I want to emotionally hurt him. That's actually what I want to do. I want to actually scar him emotionally. You want to find
1: a a project that he did in art class while he was in second grade and show it to him and criticize it (laughs) and link. See, this is where you could tell you were going to be a failure of a GM. You see how you didn't draw
0: a roof straight? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because he has made so many bad decisions. And again, the fish rots from the head. They're stuck. Like we said before, purple purgatory. You know what's his face? Mike Florio said it. They they're not bad enough to get great players, and they're not good enough to actually be consistently like in the playoffs in a competitive team that sneaks into a Super Bowl every once in a while. I don't think they have Super Bowl ever. To, uh, their best players: J- Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and Eric Kendricks are truly their best players. And that's yeah. that's not that's not look at fucking, this line. Look at that line. Yeah, Tony Jerry Ball. Yeah, I love a random defensive lineman. Ball was actually okay. Ed McDaniel. Rudd Dwayne Rudd yeah yeah Dixon Edwards they signed him Orlando Thomas who has uh ALS Corey Fuller Robert Griffiths Jimmy a decent, Hitchcock they, they had a decent defense it wasn't terrible but it wasn't look good. at that fat fuck oh he could stop the run though I like Jerry Ball he I'm could, amazed people that big can just jog
1: on it, a football field it,
0: it, they got those quick feet like within a five yard space they're right, difficult to deal Jim, with fucking adam you know? the
1: greek over here you know
0: that <laughs> <laughs> well this is, is this is a fat shamingism. is that is it no body jimmy shaming? the greek
1: said that black people had quick twitch muscles that the their they're breeding in slavery that, makes that, that, them that, a no, no, top no.
0: athlete no what i was I, I was thinking of ob overweight players not an african-american player i was thinking i know a lot of overweight White people, I bet you John Candy, John Candy played football in high school. I bet you he had pretty, uh, John Belushi, quick feet had quick feet was, to you know, chris farley played football i guess he had totally quick feet like when he was 17 18 years old i'm sure he also had weird maniacal energy by the way <laughs>
1: rob aponte says he'd be afraid to lose it putting it in a bottle or something like that L- lose it like put- an afrin bottle or an inhaler
0: oh oh yeah yeah exactly but yeah. that's a, that's a but he i was
1: going to say he's not my generation he's more your generation i was going to say that's my generation losing things <laughs> Oh, you That's leave a, your inhaler at a bar? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Justin Jefferson, Ked is coming out party. Well, at here, this game, here's what I heard happen this week. And I, I, I you didn't I, even watch a replay. You didn't watch your your Scandinavian I stream or anything.
0: I, I, I watched a little bit of the second quarter. and I was like, I got to go out and drive, and I'll listen to it on the radio. And, I, and I was, as I was driving, I was like, they suck. They, they ha- it's just God. And it's speaking so of radio,
1: you can listen to this show on.
0: Ah, fucking shit. Only 3.8 FM talk radio. Yeah. But they, listening to them, they have so many times where they can't get, they when they have to get one or two yards and they have two plays to do it and they can't do it, that really frustrates me. It's Oh, like, yeah. And another thing they do also, play calling-wise, second and nine or second and ten, they always run the ball. They always, I mean, They all if they don't run the ball, if people starting the film, if they actually like this coming week against the pack pass on on second nine, they'll actually get like a 30 yard play because it's just they never fucking do it, which I find really conservative. They have no run pass options. The current state of football isn't like what we're watching right now. It's not power. eye. it's just not power eye anymore. You spread it out and your teams. yeah. Don't have a fullback exactly. rostered. Exactly, the Vikings like oh they have the best fullback in in football, best yeah. fullback depth in football. Yeah, yeah. The because three, the only one, the only three. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, he's the worst <laughs> and the best because he's the only one. CJ Hamble. I guess they they, you know, they had to they had to use the offense to actually finish the game, which they never do. So it was third and two, and C- Cook got a three yard run that uh, Ham. I saw the play had a very good block on, and he got the first down, and then they ran out the game. You know, so so the, the they just, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, they were able to win the game. They can move the ball on anybody. But, you know, they had to score on a fourth down touchdown from the one-yard line. They had two plays to go one yard, and they couldn't score. So, they'd go for a fourth down and barely scored, you know. So, yeah, this is Rob. No, oh, this actually, this is Leroy Horde. <laughs> this is backup running back Leroy Horde instead of Robert Smith. So, they just, I, I just, you know, they play the pack this week. You know, at home. And I just think they're going to come back and lay an egg. The Pack's defense is playing well. You know, I think the Vikings can move the ball because their offense is decent enough. But I got a feeling their secondary is going to get torched. By, oh, He's going to get torched. But Robert Smith was a good running back. He was quick. He annoyed me.
1: Robert Smith used to fuck the Bears up. I remember listening yeah. to a, a random Viking Bears game. I was with my dad and his boss. We were at some fucking construction supply store buying shingles and gutters for one of their jobs. Yeah. And Smith... I was listening to it on the radio in their truck and he was running all over the bears. I think it was either 97 or 96. It was a
0: year yeah. where they were fucking terrible. I think it was 1997. Yeah. Like a noon game in 97. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smith. Smith got. In, I mean, he he had his third knee injury, and he retired. He retired after a fifteen hundred yard season in two thousand. He ran for fifteen hundred yards. That was the last hurrah of that Viking little team that was good in ninety eight and two. But then they got they lost forty one nothing to the Giants in the NFC Championship game, which wasn't surprising. So now when I watch him play, yeah, the Vikings have some talent. They you know. But but their secondary is, is thin right now unless Peterson can come back but I don't think he will he's been on, uh, on the IR for a month I, I think that Rodgers I love that, I that old tunes him up I love that old face mask of the wide it out fucking two prongs down it, interesting yeah because to me I remember thinking that face mask was like cutting edge because i think of the 70s like joe Thysman one swing, one across just one bar you know kickers had that punters had that and an occasional quarterback had that you can't do that now you can't get fingers in the face you know what i mean like you oh, gotta yeah. have a shield on there because you're gonna get your eye poked out you know because it's so vicious you know but anyway yeah so so i did not go i listened to it then i watched the highlights afterwards and Justin, i guess what happened this week was i i I guess zimmer you know told jefferson we're gonna get you the ball like even that old fucking fart that they have as a coach finally realized oh because i have contempt for offense oh just run the ball let my defense try and win it because that's how we're constructed with our we have no run pass option and we have a fullback and we run the power eye like one team in the nfl this is like back when i was a kid the vikings used to wear a Black shoes in the early '80s, and that was like completely old-fashioned. And I used to hate that. Now I'd like it, but back then, it's like they wanted to hold on to this old tradition. Again, Zimmer would have been a good coach in 1986. It is not 1986. You have to adjust. So, but but then these are things I wanted to yell to 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 Spielman. Just yeah. I wanted to yell. <clears throat> I wanted to yell to him. Okay, do you uh,
1: think he's frustrated about it though? I mean, because nobody we've basically deduced that they don't fire coaches during the season it's just they don't want to fuck yeah. up totally fuck up the the construction of the team so do you think spielman's throwing staplers in his office every time he
0: sees him not being shotgun I, and stuff i, I, I don't uh, to be honest i don't know what he does because i find him dull <laughs> i think he's pretty wa- well he's a I, genius i i, I, Simpson I think does crosswords reads the atlantic <laughs> honestly i think you're giving him too much dimension of emotion he's just like he has a real kind of voice that's just very one-dimensional when he speaks and we like this guy xavier rhodes is good in press coverage and we like him so we'll have three first round picks in 2013 and one guy will remain from our three first round he sounds like this because we won't our demographics say that single lonely depressed people listen to your broadcast and you're one of them this man
1: their 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 offense. Chris Carter, I thought he was a young gun when I was a kid. In 98 it shy blew my mind that Chris Carter was like a former coke addict who was on oh, yeah. like his his last chance. This is last chance you for Chris Carter. I'll never forget man doing coke off switchblades in airport lounges and shit.
0: Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll never forget that uh, when the Vikings got him on waivers in 1990, I was like I was ecstatic. I was like this guy's a good player. They got him for 500 bucks. They got him for five hundred bucks. Chris Carter. Yeah, they got on waiver, clear waivers. They paid practice fi- players make more than that now. Uh, yeah, he, they, <clears throat> they paid five hundred bucks for him, and he, he was at the height of his addiction. But because Minnesota is well, somewhat progressive, their management they had a a, um, a re- one of the very first like professional football rehabilitation like kind of counselors and so and he got tied up with her and and he paid his penance his first two years he wasn't all that he was good but he wasn't great 92 he i mean green came there he flourished he and green were a good match and he flourished under dennis green
1: when i was a kid 14 points in a a quarter was like oh my god yeah
0: they're gonna dominate well they've scored touchdowns in the first two possessions of this game because they were a better football team i watched this in eau claire wisconsin with my uncle my mom was still alive and oh the ball popped out again look at that uh the the vikings showed up and and they this is when i truly knew when they won this game because they were 10 and 1 going into this game i was like they're pretty damn good and when they won this game i was like they're the best team in the NFC. They're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. But I, I was not paying attention to the Falcons, who were 14 and 2 this year. Yeah, the, the Falcons, Falcons were, were good. 14 and 2. See,
1: I was paying attention to the Falcons because I yeah. was side cheering for the 49ers when the Bears sucked. The 49ers were like my backup team yeah. to watch. I always have a team where yeah. if the team I cheer for blows, I can at least watch another team. I didn't cheer for the 49ers, but I was like, I like Steve Young, I like Jerry Rice. Yeah. If the Bears blow, I want them to do well. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I picked, me and my friend picked 49ers Steelers Super Bowl 1998. And both of them lost their fucking title games that year. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the Broncos or the fucking Falcons coming.
0: Yeah. Oh, and the Broncos were, they were the defending champion. Falcons beat know? the 49ers in the divisional game.
1: <clears throat> tra- di- divisional game? Of this play, of this Oh, 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 oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Tricked Garrison Hurst like a goddamn ragdoll. Well, yeah. And it was, uh, yeah. And it was, uh, they had a, uh, who was that guy? Anderson, the dirty bird? There was a yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the Jamal Anderson, Jamal who, who the Vikings <clears throat> held the sixty yards rushing, but and then Chris the next Chandler year, fucking, and then the next them.
1: year people forget that the Falcons sustained it and went to the Super Bowl and then got throat fucked by no, the Broncos. No,
0: no, 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 no. Ninety eight was the year that the Falcons, okay, beat the yeah, Vikings. The next year would have been the Rams first uh, when they when they beat yeah, the, the Titans, and the year before actually. that the Broncos beat the Pack Ex- the, exactly, exactly. So the, the I wasn't paying attention to the Broncos. I was so enamored with the Vikings that, I mean, I, when they lost this game, this is my second worst sports memory of all time was the NFC. Yeah, 98 NFC championship game loss. Well, because you were famously such a blowhard all year. W- w- because it, th- the that things you- they were doing, they scored the most points in NFL history. The most points ever. Keith, the goal is to score points. It's to score points. And they scored the most in the history of the game. So it's like, yes, I'm going to be a blowhard. Yes, I'm going to do that. <laughs> and that was back when that was
1: rare. Now they now that record gets reset every other well, cause, season because
0: again because the attention span of people they can't. I, I just got to be see colors and shiny objects and confetti blow up in the sky all the time. Oh. Anyway, but yeah, so I uh, I did not watch them this week. Yeah. I watched a little bit. So this they're weekend. what, five and five, four and five? No, they're four and five. Again, a couple of but different in stats. It, they're in that,
1: thank God, they're in that new playoff spot, that seven spot. Well,
0: no, they're actually one up, but if they win, they'll, of course, they'll be in it. I think an eight and nine team is going to
1: be in the playoffs. Of course. And it will be the they Vikings. Will
0: and they'll lose because they're, they're not where good. I,
1: and here's where I think that because I don't I don't like a playoff team that you know is going to lose, but it really fucks your draft up because then they'll get like the 21st overall pick. Or As opposed shit. to like the
0: 12th or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, exactly. It's like, no, again, they're in that purgatory where they can't. They need to blow it up down to the studs. I think they have the players that can actually be a consistently good team. Even for a couple more years, I believe. I think their defense is getting. What, what is their defense getting, Keith? Better what, no. What is their through long time? in the tooth. Exactly, it's getting long in the tooth. Uh, but their offense, Jefferson. Last year, I took last year was basically like a like a, a, a scrimmage. I didn't really. I was like, okay, he had a good year, but it was the nothing season to me. Uh, but this year, it's like, yeah, he's actually pretty good. He's a pretty good football player, and they said they're going to get him the ball this week against the Chargers. He had eight receptions for 143 yards, so they're going to go go to him more, which is what they should do. I'm going
1: to transition because um, we're going yeah, tra- to we're going to ease yeah. into previewing the Bears game, and I'm going to throw on a game from my heart. Sure. We're, we're going Bears Cowboys 1998.
0: Ooh man, while we talk about this, yeah, yeah, let's pop that on. I, I wouldn't mind checking that out. Uh, but yeah. I love so the it's app. I, I, I'm just look at that old Soldier Field right there. God, God. God. The bears, you See, from, that's the Soldier uh, Field that I recall. I recall the AstroTurf. So the first ten years at your Toby football. Gowen. You know, I mean
1: the the Cowboys are gonna roll the Bears here. Oof. Um, but who they're they're playing the Ravens, right? Who the Bears? Let me look. See who the oh, Bears this coming are playing. week. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's isn't it a Monday night game? No, no. Or is it a Sunday night game? Late game? Let me see here. You know, they, they, in the they, chat, where is the Bears on at a night game? Or is it maybe a second game? Like the, the featured game of the afternoon game, probably? Maybe it starts at one twenty-five. this yep. time.
1: No, 10 a.m. Sunday,
0: November oh. 21st. Oh, that, that actually, I think, uh, bodes well for the three Bears. Three
1: and six versus six and three. It's opposite bowl. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, it, it, but it, it's in uh, Soldier Field, correct? It's in... Where uh, the, yes. Yeah, exactly.
1: Look at that curse of Bears. I know, I know. Yeah, that... See, this is, yeah, this is this is Wani's wonders. Let's go to this fucking God, lineup here. Let's see what this fucking lineup looks like here. Fucking Todd Perry, Casey Wegman, Chris Valerial, Big Cat. Big Cat was a decent player. Andy Heck, Edgar Bennett, Ty Hallett, Curtis Conway was my fucking ace.
0: Alonzo Mays.
1: Oh, yeah. my God. There he is. The savior, Eric Kramer. Look at those big numbers. Ooh, four interceptions. Four
0: picks. I wonder who was against. Uh, who knows? Might Probably been, the Vikings. Might have been against the Queens yeah well, no, th- this game was like this was like september right
1: yeah and i think this is when they had Rashan salam and he was Whew. he was ass so they were starting edgar bennett over Ooh, Rashan salaam salam leon
0: leon let leon Lett still played for them oh yeah this is they
1: like ch- the tail end of that there were still a little bit of pieces from yeah, the dynasty yeah absolutely Dexter they, were getting, they were getting into the bill bill parcells era they had dion and in getting into the fucking uh they had
0: chan gailey and woodson, they, woodson. Were,
1: they were about to draft quincy carter
0: yeah yeah is it is it Woodson who is it Woodson who's uh yeah he, no he, he didn't get the rape charge it was a guy who played for the uh, for Darren but Sharper
1: sorry. I'm looking forward uh Bears Thursday following week 12 uh yeah it's at noon uh I'm expecting Justin Fields to at least ball out a little bit I you really do see him reading defenses better week like play to play every yeah. series you see him fucking there's improvement they showed him he was he's starting to look off safeties like a couple plays he stared the other way uh jt o'sullivan was breaking down tape and he was like you see he looked that way and the safety goes and then he fires down the middle he was like he's learning how to like move the defense with his eyes i
0: always think that that is a that that is a breakthrough for a quarterback when they get consistently good at, brady is a master of that
1: that's like chess you know, yeah, with yeah. your well, eyes. Like yeah. they just make them. Oh, I'm looking this way, and then
0: you go up. Oh, nope, over here. Because it's also rich Mitch couldn't do that. Yeah, and I think a lot of Christian Ponder could not do. Well, that. Mitch had sharp eyes. Yeah,
1: Mitch didn't have the fucking. He only had the pupils of his eye. So it probably was. <laughs> They're just beady little in.
0: eyes. They're just like this. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, his periphery vision was like one third the normal size. Exactly. Uh, so
1: that gives me hope. So I think Fields is going to have a good game. The Bears will lose. Which I don't like now. I thought about it because the Giants have the Bears' first-round pick next year. So every game oh. the Bears lose, the Vikings, the Giants get the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. The Viking Giants. Yeah. The Vikings get a better first-round pick.
0: I, I, then night cheer. But, but so,
1: the, who did they trade to the Giants? That's think? the Fields pick. They gave oh, okay. they gave them well. their first-round pick, but that would have been their first. Here's the way people look at it like that, and is they looked yeah. at it with Khalil Mack. When they traded for the first round pick for Khalil Mack, they were like, "Well, he was our first round pick."
0: Exactly. It's it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't think. So it's you a almost bad have decision. to look at
1: Fields as like, well, he's worth two.
0: He's yeah. There's no who else were you gonna get this next draft is ass. Yeah, exactly. For that's why actually even though I don't like the Mensa, because they, they won't develop Kellen Mond. I guarantee you that much. Jason Garrett a, playing a, quarterback Yeah, as, 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 su- as sure as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, uh, they will not develop Kellen Mond, who I think is probably a talent. I actually like the fact that Cousins is having a decent year, because there's no discussion about Mond, and he needs to just emotionally and physically mature for a year before he gets thrown to the Wolves, because their offensive line blows. But they will not develop him, even though they realize like they have enough Force it to say, "Oh, we have to have a running passing quarterback." That's what the league is turning into. They, but then they won't know how to develop him appropriately. Like that's where the misstep will occur with him. You know. Whereas I feel like with Fields, it, 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 I agree with you. I thought he played pretty well early on. That Buccaneer game was a real bottoming out game. But I think the last two games he's played better. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so and that second half against the Steelers was very. It was encouraging. Eye-opening. It was encouraging. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was. You know, they didn't. Win in the game still, but still, he did a decent job, I thought. You know, I mean, I thought that, I thought their defense actually played, they, they got jobbed on those calls, man. Jesus. They had about four or five calls that were like, come on. And I don't usually bitch about the refs that much, but I was like, come on. That's a call that went against them. So, yeah, Jason Garrett was playing quarterback. playing quarterback. Because I'm sure Aikman had, Aikman had major concussion issues. I'm surprised Aikman can do, like, announcing TV. We're because, back on – I got it on regular TV again. Here's
1: I love these, like, concern level for the Bucks because they lost a game. Go wrong, did go well, they lost wrong. on the road to the, the Bucks, skins. But the fact the is – The only reason
0: to be worried, I don't want this to be a luck play. I don't
1: want this to be a flip of the coin. What is on those papers? They have so many papers on their desk.
0: There's no way. That they're going, oh, we got to go through this. Yeah.
1: It, there's yeah. no way. Like, those are just fucking stats props. you're never going to read. No, They're props. I they mean, on look this look desk here, I got the iPad for the fucking soundboard. The
2: turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement.
1: I got my, and then the mouse pad. Yeah. To I got, you know, it's yeah. all in here, baby. Exactly. We got the dock. I do have a Google, uh, the format on yeah. here, but it's just you know yeah. videos to click on and stuff.
0: Yeah, they're because uh, th- again they're getting important notes that they have to look at in case Two they get lost. straight losses, five giveaways, seven penalties. Brady played terrible last week. I guess I guess he played really bad. I'm going to be curious to see w- w- when Father Time officially catches up with him. Like, well, w- it's a, he already backed
1: off because he goes, "I'm going to play until I'm 55," and then he was like, "Well, I meant." theoretically i didn't mean i'm actually gonna play until i'm 55 or 50 whatever the fuck he said
0: you know i know with manning manning fell off the ledge they won that super bowl his final year in 2016 he was a shell of his old self oh yeah and he had had a great year like the year before maybe two years before maybe like he had two or three years the broncos where he was record breaking but man that last season it was like He could barely. I mean, I think he pulled a quad muscle. Like major muscle groups were like disassembling from bone. You know what I mean? Like, like, like. Oh, your body is literally breaking down. So, and I'm wondering, but Brady is so kind of pretty and vain and narcissistic, and he He has that hyperbolic chamber, and he eats a perfect diet every single day, and he drinks no alcohol during the season. You know, which I get. He has to do that, but but I'm just like. It'll be weird to see how he handles that, how how his ego will handle that. You know, I always found it sad when when athletes would retire when I was younger. And now I'm just like, no, this is the reality of existence. (laughs) The body doesn't quite function the way it used to as you age. You know, this is father time. So the Rams uh, got the shit kicked out of them. We'll just run through some more. And the big big
1: narrative now is Kyle Shanahan. That's what's so funny about the switch. Two days ago, Kyle Shanahan was a shitty coach. Oh, outside of the Super Bowl year, he's trash. Yeah. And then he wanted... Does he have any pull? He wanted Mac Jones and Trey Lance is sitting down and Mac Jones might be the best draft pick of all time because he's fucking being... I don't get how you could rave about Justin Fields' the second half and then also go, but Mac Jones is the best pick of that draft. Why
0: well,
1: <laughs> how's Justin Fields not the best pick of that draft? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because he's yeah.
1: on the Bears yeah. and you can't give the Bears credit
0: yet. Well, yeah, because the Bears aren't good, you know. So and and there's Belichick and there's uh oh, the Patriots. All they are have actually to do good.
1: is when all he has to do is have one, the first time he they have a winning season with Fields, it'll be oh yeah, exactly. Ryan Pace is a genius. Looking back on it, he fucking picked a, this defense. Like they're already kind of easing off. Like Wanstat was on Colin Coward's podcast, being like, "The city is excited about Pace." You know, you look at the defensive players he's drafted. <laughs> it's the coaching. Like,
0: no, we hate everything. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> No, we hate everything. And the, with the first round pick with the jikings that we said. With yeah. the, but one of the things I, want, I wanted to say, I, I don't think it's a bad trade. I don't think it's a good trade because the fact I, I think and I've read this, I've read economic analyses, analyses. Of the NFL draft and the most economically sound pick to have, the second round is where you get the most value. Actually, a lot of first round picks flame out, they, and you pay them a lot of money, and they flame out. But a lot of second round picks are slightly underpaid, and they actually play play and pretty well. And yeah, undervalued, exactly, absolutely. Like a second round pick can come in and like start pretty soon, if not right away. So again, they should. What they need to do? What should they do, Keith? What should they do? The Bears, yeah, in the draft offensive lineman yes. and wide
1: receiver yep you gotta Absolutely. you gotta
0: get skill players for yep. justin fields yep no I, I agree three of their first round picks of their first four picks have to be on the offensive side of the ball they have to probably get two uh a wide receiver two linemen and they gotta probably get one more defense I think their defense what do you think about that what do, how do you assess their defense? i mean Max, Eddie goldman being back is a good thing i, I like it i've their always like age liked Eddie is goldman.
1: less a factor than just they're banged up they can't stay healthy well that might be a function of age
0: you know and what mean? I mean? Because you bullshit. can't endure.
1: It's little bullshit. Yeah. He stubbed his toe coming off the
0: line. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> no, the fact you is. You know, he, sever, he severely hit his funny bone. Fucking. Unfortunately, that is the sign that the defense is getting old. Because when you're younger, you can like deal with the pain a little better when you're 23, 24, 25. But when you're 29, 30, 31, the aches and pains last a little longer. So, I think that. Again, Eddie Goldman was injured early in the season, and I think he's a perfectly good. Def- I like Eddie Goldman, and I, but but Hicks is Hicks even on the roster anymore? Akeem Hicks? Yeah, he's, he's just been hurt. Yeah, he's a, I think it, that's what it is now. I mean, he I think he screwed up his elbow, and that that's it. He can't play. You know, it's or he's he's not he's not the player he was four or five years ago when he was truly a great defensive
1: tackle. We got some channel surfing news. You know? Fucking within the day, NCIS actor Heath Freeman dead at forty one. Well, what fentanyl from NC? Let's see. Ah, uh, the actor who also appeared on and R- Bones and Bones and Raising the Bar was remembered for his zest for life. That screams drug addict to me. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm
0: <laughs> he liked the nightlife, so to speak. We are know. truly
1: devastated at the loss of our beloved Heath Freeman. Don't ever say I'm beloved if I die. Um, they have not, the surroundings of his untimely death have not been confirmed. His acting credits over the years include NCIS, ER uh raising the bar oh he was a
0: good tv star he had a big he had a career in tv oh yeah i mean when he writes about you you're a true fucking star <laughs> he was known for his zest of exactly it's
1: like no here I let's think- put this fucking picture on the board let's let the listeners decide are we to, let's see if this looks like suicide or drugs based on this picture here. okay okay this it's, is a fun game let me fucking put it up oh yeah oh they have, a, they have a clip of him
0: uh, it, Look it's at that tr- face. It's, it's right above it's, Adam here. It's it's fucking drugs. That looks like heroin, right? Look at those yeah, eyes. It, it is. It's drugs. It's it's a drug thing. Um,
1: I mean, maybe suicide by because of drugs. Who knows? We got a lot yeah, of things on the yeah, plate here. It's
0: true. It's true. It could be that.
1: So, yeah, and he was you- probably naked with things in his butt when they don't want to <laughs> talk about
2: it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that humiliating, like deaths without dignity. You know, is I mean, you know, dying without dignity. I is, mean, rest in peace.
1: I don't want to, we are shitting on someone's grave, yeah, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's what we do. And know. Well, you know, I, I think it's, we made fun of Kyle Rittenhouse for crying, uh, you know, his life out. Last <laughs> and by the week.
0: way, oh, oh, my, honestly, one thing about him, thank you for reminding me, drugs, Aponte says drugs. Yeah, it's drugs. It's got to be drugs. Zest for life. Yes. Drugs. Um, I love what they know. It's actually, he's, he's actually hiding from his, uh, pain initially. And now he's just an addict and he wants to do everything, whatever he can to get high because he's addicted. Unfortunately, Kyle Rittenhouse. My, my little bow on that. My little opinion. This is Adam's opinion. Is um, he, he uh, when he's let off? When yeah. he's found not guilty, we'll make fun of him again. Well,
1: exactly. He's in our crosshairs. Th- you hear that, written house? You dead.
0: It is not up to realistically.
1: Me. We're not taking off YouTube. I meant that. Yep. I might edit out the word dead. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. Maybe. But anyway, but my. <laughs> The fact that this trial is going on in in a very flippy area, an area that can go flip red or blue in Wisconsin, which is very much a battleground state very Trumpy. Oh my God. Very Chris. rural Trumpy. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, ra- arachnophobia? Yes. Oh, I love arachnophobia. This is one of my favorite movies. Uh, the, some of the opening scenes are hilarious. You know what's great in this? They have cool hats. But anyway though, we with got them. arachnophobia on. We're,
1: we're, we're going to finish out the first half with with these. I have the Google Trends up for entertainment. We're going to yeah. go through some Google Trends while we talk about arachnophobia. When your alarm goes off, we'll go uh, to
0: I, the I, Oh, this is the early part of it too. This is early. I, I want to, uh, I, I just want to, um, Make the point about Kyle Rittenhouse. When he's let off, and, and he will be let off. He's oh, going yeah. to be let off. There's oh, yeah. no there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about he's going to be let off. That, that is the signal to rural America. It's okay. You can arm up some more. You By can the way, arm up some more. You're already video. armed up. But you know something? We're going to have local judges on our side. So it's the green light. To, it's another step towards more violence. Go By ahead. the way, we posted
1: the clip of our Rittenhouse clip. It's about four minutes. I wish we could have done it for longer. But yep. it was very, very spur of the moment. We didn't plan it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of thumbs downs, but good thumbs downs. People that were probably Trumpers that thought we were being unkind. There were some comments that. Uh, what did they say? One guy liked it, but he thought he liked it because we were making because we did the Jew part at the beginning. But yeah. that was through Rittenhouse being anti-Semitic. Well, we exactly. weren't like, actually doing it. Of course. He I'm gave the, yeah. us the MAGA OK thing. And I wanted to be like, you're a fucking you're gay, too. Uh, we're not we don't like you Uh, people are so literal in their interpretations one guy guy said it is uh, it's sad that they give commentators a platform like this and they were like this is what happens when you give weak minded people a platform
0: Uh, is that uh, uh, well first of all I just don't believe it but second off
1: I think people are that's like a low hanging fruit like oh this is what you're doing this is what you're commentating on oh oh, yeah
0: so the quality of what we were actually saying maybe versus no yeah
1: well and again that's someone who probably is on Rittenhouse's side who is just like oh you can't come up with anything better edgy comedian man well you know I mean not a spur of the moment that's what we do we're live action Beavis and Butthead you know yeah yeah what's
2: great I ought to know I
1: love the cop who I love the idea of like no everyone makes his life hell in the small town
0: yeah the small town sheriff for this guy this when I, I love wa- her too
1: she's like don't worry he's a virgin still no one's touched his dick ever with that woman the actress. yeah there? she's like friendly to him because uh, uh, everyone in the town's mean and she's just like she gives him the straight shoot of just, but, but, but
0: he's a do, he's like the new doctor and comes from right? san francisco this is Kanaima. i think she's so in is, a small town this in is a real yeah. town let me see where this is was shot this has to be shot I, i'm guessing somewhere in between la and san francisco Like around Santa Barbara or something like that. Yeah, I think it it, it, is at the Inland Empire or some shit. No, no, Inland Empire is terrible. Or northern. This is more towards the coast. Uh, Probably more towards San Francisco. Maybe a Carmel. Carmel is fucking beautiful. Parts of Northern California are amazing. Oh, that's what's-her-face from parenthood. She was Rick Moranis' wife in Parenthood. She was still like, hey, this is what you're going to be cast in. You know, you're going to be the new mother. Like, when I look at these movies, I think of my collegiate years. Cambria, California.
1: Yeah. Seaside Village in San Luis Obispo County. Oh, what did I say? But Right in between San Francisco and LA. Jungle scenes were filmed in southern Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> School it, scenes were filmed at Coast Union High School, with students and staff used in the football scenes and group events.
0: That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Like when they do that. Yeah, yeah. This is when I watch this. It just seems because these were like main. These were like blockbuster type movies that were released. These were oh, summer yeah. blockbusters. Oh yeah, and it, it looks so dated. Doesn't it look dated? It very much
1: does. Well, and it's the filtering of how exactly. IFC shoots. We bought it. a house. You rented an office. What are we gonna do? Oh, yeah. The old man doctor refuses to retire. He came in because
0: he was going to replace the old man doctor. And he's like, you know what? I'm never going to retire. I'm going to die here. So they have a financial anxiety, which is always a classic thing for any. A TV show does that. That's what our TV yeah. show does. We've got a financial anxiety to the organization. It's like northern exposure. So yeah. now he
1: has to have like his own practice with the old. He has but to. Build don't it. worry, the spiders are going to take the old man out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we go down the trends, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. With that comment about Kyle Rittenhouse, I truly do believe that him being fun, getting off, which he will get off, he will get off. Uh, that is the signal to rural America and to kind of. Mid the towns like Kenosha and Racine, which litter the Midwest, those sort of post-industrial towns of like ninety to one hundred and twenty-five thousand litter the Midwest. Cedar Rapids, Iowa, is that way. Danville, Illinois. I love Cedar Rapids. Iowa, yeah, probably. there Penguins is there. Penguins is a club. It's a great club. Yeah, and one of my favorite rooms in the United States. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's a, it's fun. But but all those cities, they're, they're kind of like working class, lower middle class to poor, kind of old industrial cities. It gives a signal to all those cities you're okay it's okay you know the, the law is going to be fine you know you're going to get, i think it will embolden a lot of people it will embolden i i think it will embolden a lot of people we'll see if this emboldens anybody mel
1: gibson Which says his, he's set to direct lethal weapon five uh, critics are not pleased because uh, you know because he hates the Jews. chosen the, the chosen people um, which we don't. uh The controversial Irish act. This is Irish Central, by the way. So they're up on everything Gibson. I thought Gibson was Australian. Irish Australian. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. they put their stamp on everything. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Fucking you can't because well, you he, can't oh, throw you can't throw a potato without hitting one of those. So people, he fl- you
0: know? he fl- so he, he moved from Ireland every to time. Australia. So he's kind of like Adam Burke, right? Yeah. He, oh, oh, he went from Australia back to Northern. Yeah. America. Okay. Okay.
1: I'll so. tell you. Every time I peel a potato, little Irish guy. <laughs> pops out of the fucking.
0: i thing. swear you get me gold i got <laughs> my corn cob pipe in me gold that that portrayal of irish people that, that real heavy-handed irish racism is is hilarious to me that that still exists they called it a patty way by the way i'm know?
1: joking i have literally haven't peeled a potato in 12 years yeah yeah yeah, yeah you, who you, peels you, potatoes by the way no you, you get the, i don't even eat potatoes anymore even the Irish got one of those spinners.
0: You of just course. throw it in the glass. You twist it. You know, the the potato famine of 1840. Do we have a, a, a lead in for this? No. Well, you tell, we're talking in? about
1: Gibson. That's yeah. Gibson was cast as the live wire LAPD detective. He was still Australian in that first one. He still oh, kind of oh, talked absolutely. about it. Still had the
2: Oh, absolutely. Now he's
1: American and everything he does. He it's, doesn't even talk Australian <laughs> anymore. Kind of just, you know. <laughs> yes. I like I shoot
0: stem cells into my testicles. When did he... What's his last blockbuster? Tem- uh the the uh The Passion of the Christ? No, he's had ones I think let's let, but let me read this first. Remember he was gonna be on uh, the hangover. Yes, and know? fucking
1: Galifianakis fucking shot it down. It, yeah. The Aussie star told fans on Sunday uh that he and Dick I mean it says Donner in the brackets but he probably said Dick he and Dick was developing the screenplay and he got or he Donner was developing the screenplay and he got pretty far along it Uh, and he said to me one day listen kid if I kick the bucket you will do it and I said shut up He did indeed pass away, but he did not ask me to do it at the time. Uh, I didn't say anything, and now that he's been dead for a long time, I'm forcing my way in. Uh, He didn't say that. That's me. Uh, He said it to his wife and to the studio and the producer, so I will be directing the fifth one. Uh, There you go. That's all you got to do when you got that kind of juice. Variety has confirmed that indeed, Gibson is in talks to take over. Uh, Richard Wenk behind the Equalizer and the Magnificent Seven is reportedly writing the latest
0: draft of the movie. Do we
1: need another lethal weapon?
0: no we didn't need a fourth and we didn't need a third uh no we do not and, and that's why i'm just laughing and shaking my head like these egos are like we're gonna have one last hurrah remember when we were stars we're gonna have one the public demands this the story needs to be told we're gonna have one although gibson has sort of had a weird like cat of nine lives existence he He's made it back. He was a big old drunk, I think. He hit the bottle hard. Well, I remember Gibson when I was younger. Gibson was deemed like a real heartthrob, like early mid 80s Gibson, real heartthrob. Like he was like a, he was like, you know, just a very handsome leading man. That's how he was like portrayed, you know. Gibson, like I mean, in the first *Lethal Weapon*, he's like the in *Lethal Weapon* two. He has a bunch of sex in it. He gets buck. He gets, he gets in the buck in *Lethal Weapon* two. Oh yeah, Gibson gets naked. You know, and like, he was lean
1: too. Had that yeah. big
0: perm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That almost looked like. Jane Isn't that the Fonda? one where they
1: shock him with the wet sponges? Where uh, they got the car batteries on the sponges? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I think I, he's being held up. I think,
1: and he wants to fuck Murtaugh's <laughs> daughter secretly. <laughs>
0: Because she's doing condom commercials. Hey, all. That was the summer of '89. You done as taught. when I was a, a, a an, fucking taut. <laughs> when I was an intern at Common Cause, our our, our issue was trying to get money out of uh, politics through political action committees, and we failed, didn't we, Keith? That's what I dedicated sure in my did. summer of '89. Sure. Back did. when I used to believe in the myth of progress,
1: you took your real first six string tried to save urban housing (laughs)
0: and it didn't work and and now i'm just trying to do a show about it you know
1: kieran culkin reveals the name of his baby boy let's see what fucking ridiculous name uh let's see oh my god
0: his wife well his wife's name is jazz jazz charton i I will not even be close to his name but i'm going to project a name onto his character so hold on horizon wilder wolf um you cannot be
1: serious wilder wolf calkin oh my god my wife wanted wolf uh she was fighting hard for wolf calkin says we found the name in the hospital the day that he was born and we thought that's great but instead of pulling the trigger on it um, let's do let's not torture ourselves for about seven weeks disagreeing on names before we come around they just had their kid nameless <sighs> for seven weeks like fucking cave people Hey, you know, just where you were holding it by the crown of the head, too. Just holding it, passing it around like a pumpkin being carved. (laughs) It is just, and of course, Ellen says, I love that name. I uh, like Wolf. I like Wolf. If we were going to have children, we would have named him Wolf. Oh, we, her couple that she fucking holds fucking hostage. You know, if I actually let my wife have choice in our relationship, she wanted to name it something normal, but I wanted Wolf.
0: The whole first of there's so many levels that I want to attack this on first. you, You had a very good point They waited seven weeks, like two months almost, like fighting over it. And then also, okay, fine, you wait two weeks, fine. But then you make it a marketing point. You see, it makes us an individual by doing that, you know, because we're just, you know, we don't tie into the conventions of society. We're not going to name our kid before it's named. It's going to be nameless for seven weeks, and we'll just figure it out because ultimately it's still really about us instead of the kid because my child is nothing but an extension of my ego. I think of the Lou Reed song on 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 the CD, New York, okay, beginning of a great adventure, when he talks about basically yuppies having children, and he just, it's an indictment on their parenting techniques. You see, this has been the culmination, what we're dealing with right now, of a good 30 years of this. Oh, yeah. So, it's just, I find it annoying. The actor
1: says the couple, fortunately, was able to buy more time on the day of Wilder's birth, as Charton was given the option to hold the baby for an hour and a half so she could come home a day earlier. Uh, so she's in bed and we have a dry erase board so we can go over every name we thought of. I would love to see the ones that they didn't do. that would
0: be amazing circle. Yeah. Maybe horizon was in there. You know, it's it's zero horizon.
1: Dawn. (laughs) I was playing that video game. So I said, let's name it zero horizon. Dawn. We're always looking to the horizon. And then she was like, why not just name it? Xbox two.
0: Yeah. (laughs) God. Yeah. This is our baby. (laughs) Xbox junior it's like the movie about a boy which i found kind of fun I, a sandler movie that i kind of again i got panned by the critics that i actually find kind of funny he, he, he the, the plot is he's a kid who gets his teacher pregnant i don't know if you've ever yeah. seen about a boy have you ever seen about a boy yes is that about by, a boy that's, oh, that's my, my boy about a boy was the movie with hugh grant yeah that's, that's the, the, my boy about a boy
1: is the same mo- director who made fucking uh who made love actually the greatest <laughs> <laughs> rom com of all time. Up there with Annie Hall, but we can't say Annie yeah. Hall's good anymore. Yeah. Because we live in a communist society. Annie you can still like i know, like I know i'm kidding I'm no I, kidding. I know
0: you're joking i know you're joking but I'm saying, isn't that outrageous
1: that we we blackball potential rapists in our culture well no. <laughs> no i'm kidding yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah, that yeah. sarcastically yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah people yeah. Are like can you believe that you know they want us to question this <laughs> guy's art just because he
0: might have molested a 13 year old yeah yeah well, no, i mean no, let no. the movie speak for itself that's exactly what i'm saying when i say i enjoy the experience of watching his movies you know uh anyway uh it, it is uh um, what, what were we saying about, about uh, Karen oh, Calkins' yeah. shitty name? The the 2 the O2, the, uh, the same. I said no, not love actually, but that's my boy. Oh. He names he gets Susan surrounded as his teacher, <laughs> gets his teacher pregnant. They have a kid, and then and he raises his kid. It's like it's like a fifteen year old. So he names his kid uh, uh, Han Solo. I think his kid's name is Han Solo. That's great. You know that's Annie Sandberg's you know, is his kid, and I just think I don't know. Th- it's, it's pretty bad, but there's some funny moments in it. So I got to give it a, you know, if I give it a moderate thumbs up, but I mean, I think about that of like being that mindset where you're literally sort of whatever weird thought process you have and just indulging it like that. I'm just, God, it's just, you're not that unique. No one's that interesting. Okay. Accept that. That's okay. oh no if i don't think i'm somehow special and my child is the most amazing thing ever people have been having billions of people have lived on this planet okay yes love your child of course you want the best for let's see i get all that but just this whole like oh it's the most it's my golden child you know it's last thing and then we'll ease into the break it's like people
1: and their pets Uh, by the way what year do you want to get commercials for 82 82? All right. So we got a newly released concert film. The legendary 1979 No Nukes Concert is a
0: must watch for every Springsteen fan. Well, you know, I mean, as I've said a million times. Do you remember this? Tana was not quite as sentient. By 11 to 14, my fear of nuclear war was at its absolute height absolute height from 11 to 14. War Games was kind of the end of my, like, that's the final, like, Cold War kind of fear of nuclear war movie. Uh, Red Dawn was another movie I didn't really like because I knew it was a right-wing piece of shit as a 15-year-old. I knew it was complete propaganda. But it also conjured up a little bit of the fear of nuclear war. And by 16, I discovered that I I was really interested in girls. So, it, it, it sort of, like, changed it where I was looking at girls much more frequently. Like, I find you really appealing, you know? So, uh, that that was uh but my nuclear war so no news concert uh, uh concert would be a late 70s. early That was the fear of Reagan. He's a, he's a lunatic. He's a madman. We're going to have nuclear war. I guess. just right, retro-
1: my entry into politics, man, because before this, I was all <laughs> about New Jersey. And then <laughs> I realized that the rest of the world is not New Jersey.
0: Hey, I'll do a Super Bowl commercial. That'll just be called schmaltzy centrist crap. Yeah. Hey, we can all, you know, we, we all breathe air, don't we? The sky is blue and grass is green. Hey, we can agree on these common things, can't we? Hey, some centrist. Co- I'm gonna bring you together. No, you're not because you're actually a sixty eight year old man that no one normally listens to anymore. So it's just it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. you know. I always like a good devil bag. I was like a good deviled egg. No doubt about that. It, it's oh, just, I'm not
1: a big deviled egg guy. It depends on how they whip up. the. If they take out the yolk and whip it up into something cool, that's what I like. Exactly.
0: Exactly. That's, that's what they had. But
1: there. when they just lay out fucking Cobb salad no, eggs, I'm just like, yeah. what the
0: fuck are we doing I here? I agree. When they whip it up and put a little paprika with a little bit of pepper tastes good tastes fucking good you know god that that shirt he's wearing that dude that's meatloaf that was the actor meatloaf
2: that that was uh,
0: did you like meatloaf no i thought meatloaf was the food and the artist i want want both opinions a a good meatloaf my mom made a quality meatloaf but uh you know i remember seeing him on saturday night live like in 78 and and i just i don't know i just didn't it was two out of three ain't bad I, i didn't like him <laughs> yeah, I I I just didn't hit me. Like Meatloaf did. Like that was a very like kind of that, that was definitely like transitioning into second half baby boomer music. Late 70s was like people born like in 54, 55, not 49 and 50. And there was a different sort of sensibility, you know, all music started to get much more commercialized, obviously. Yeah. And like, and, and, you know, the, the hippie thing was truly over, you know, so they were much more about partying and having a good time. I think in the, in the, the, the late boomers, you know, so anyway so M- meatloaf was part of that to me they're very much tied into that sort of mentality like we're so wild, and but we're having fun but it's really not political I'm no always, it isn't i always you know?
1: am interested in a artist manager spat and i guess the dude who wrote all of meatloaf's songs started writing songs for celine dion really yeah and like do you remember that you know that song and when i touch you like this and when i hold you like oh, fucking, yeah. it's all fucking happening now or whatever yeah. that apparently is a meatloaf song that this dude took when he started fucking with Celine Dion. So meatloaf like got really pissed off. Sued he sued him, yeah. And that's sued a, but, and oh, then, was it a woman. Oh yeah. But she was able to release it and it blew a up. Woman it's, did like her, that?
0: it's like her first single. A woman wrote songs. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm
1: and, uh, who January 31st,
2: 1982.
1: Ooh. Um, and yeah. And then in bad, bad out of hell three in 2007, he actually fucking released. His version of it, which I'm sure Bad is
0: of hell Three, it's a trilogy. That's hilarious. It's a trilogy.
1: Anyway, you want to pop into a break here?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good idea, man. All we right. Well, that. how was that first half, everybody? Really, uh, yeah, we just yeah, Let us know. We were kind of all over the place. I went out from the Vikings. So
1: it's all right. I, I'm glad we stayed on point with like classic stuff. I'm I'm yeah. getting better at focusing on the fucking what's on the television. The spine,
0: well. the spine of the
1: show. So, so yeah. we are a back absolutely the the break in music here that's gonna be it that has to be it that's that's all we're gonna get here
0: a a smatter of a a splash of that you know yeah so, in the second half, we started with a. This is the hallmark murders and mysteries, holiday mysteries. It's it's got more of an edge to it. You know, I'll be honest with you, Keith. I don't think I've ever seen one of these hallmarks and hallmark movies are the the one mysteries of the ones. Yeah, well,
1: and it'll always be the same, but the person involved will be a cop instead of instead of a greeting card employee or something and like
0: that. And the scenario they're investigating is like, yeah, there's been a caper. Someone's stolen something. They're investigating. So we got a little bit more of an edge, maybe the, a wrongful death. Yeah, you know, go from <laughs> from stealing something to wrongful death. That leap, uh, but yeah, yeah. But the but the the romance has still got to be there, of course. But the dilemma is a little bit more Absolutely. as opposed to oh my god, we're making gingerbread cookies, Keith. And we have no flower. Oh, my God. (laughs) How do we deal with that? So let's crank through
1: some TV league stuff here. Since we got a quick, what do you got, like 20 minutes now and shit? No, no,
0: man. I I got a half an hour.
1: All right. Yeah. So uh, we got before we get to the standings, we got some news here. And we'll we'll watch Hallmark while we do TV league. We'll watch non-league TV while we talk about the TV league. Okay. Unless, do we have some NCIS still on? But but,
0: but there's also, you know, we got... uh, We got arachnophobia, maybe. We do got
1: arachnophobia, but let me see if these NCIS reruns are
0: still on. I I had just thought about arachnophobia recently. It's kind of interesting that it's actually on the cycle, like in in the rotation. In the roto? Because I remember that being a movie the summer of 1990. I was in college when that movie came out. You know, I just was in college,
1: you know. Uh, We can put on Law and Order Criminal Intent. That was a TV League show. We'll put arachnophobia back. Call Me Cat, season two is going to have a Blossom reunion
0: what's the woman's name again is it uh it um Mir- miriam billichick <laughs> yeah it's yeah
1: M- Mir. oh what the fuck miriam yeah miriam it's something be- like that but yeah it's very it's very fucking globalist yeah yeah <laughs> and we say that humorously i almost feel that i need to cover myself now because people might think we're fucking jew
0: haters yeah and which, which, which it's, it's like i don't know i guess you just if you make a joke like that i, I don't know i don't know at the same time, I feel like really, really heavy handed irony is like uh, uh, worshiped now. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, Keith, I don't think I should have any opinions about what's going on right now. I have my own way of thinking about the world. So and, let's see specifically who's coming back. I didn't
1: mean to cut you off. It's Okay, I'm, dude. It's Joey Lawrence, Jenna Von Oy and Michael Str- Strayanoff are joining Mayim Bialik yeah uh for the season premiere in january Again, so we'll be watching that it's,
0: it's a blossom maybe
1: call me cat will be our show we watch the league through when it comes back because <laughs> i think uh i think tonight might be the last the season finale of la brea la brea. brea really i think it only got an eight episode run wow that's wow. how they do it now. And then season two will be 57 episodes
0: or however the full run of well, whatever the fuck is. You know, I like to hear that, Keith, because as I've told you, uh, the script that I am working on, we have assumed an eight episode first season. There you go. Which is, I think, a good a good assumption. I think that's a good assumption. Yeah, people, you
1: know? have, they're really on the Netflix way. The Netflix way.
0: I'll be curious to see what people think about that because, you know, we have a treatment. We have two episodes completed or at least a lot of them completed. And then we did like a brainstorming for six other episodes. And I, I was kind of strict on the uh, on the uh, on the uh, uh, editing of that. But, you know, now we, we, we put a bunch of different ideas in there where we're throwing it against the wall. I think it's actually a, I'll be curious to see how it's received. If that's actually looked at, you know, you know, it'd be nice to get some feedback, you know. <laughs> Well, let me read the shit. Yeah, you know, that, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, I wonder if, because I've I've had so many different people read read it. I've had so many different I'm the different guy
1: that's going to be watching the show. I'm in the you age know?
0: demographic. Well, it's certainly, you know, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. You so know, on
1: more news, Fraggle Rock is coming back to Apple TV+. Plus. This I'm actually excited for. This might get me to pirate an Apple TV stream or something like that. Uh, How excited are you in the chat
0: here? Uh, And again, that was the same people who did Muppets. That was the it was Henson, right? Jim Henson, right? Yes. Interesting. Apple TV
1: plus today unearthed the teaser trailer for the highly anticipated reboot of the beloved classic Fraggle Rock title Fraggle Rock Back to the Rock. Debuting on Apple TV plus January 21st, 2022, 13 episodes, Apple original Uh, Jim Henson company in association with New Regency following last year's celebrated Apple original shorts uh fraggle rock rock on
0: <clears throat> what did uh <laughs> what, what was the original run of original Rock? Fra- 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 what was the time period i think of fraggle rock when i first moved to eau claire wisconsin it was on like our cable it was and on like cbs right no i think it was actually well i, I thought it was like t- it was I always it was TBS. HBO. i thought it was tbs or wtbs Uh, I thought it was actually a cable show. I could be totally wrong. I'm going to guess it ran from 82 to like 86, but I'm probably totally wrong. Uh, That's when I knew I was becoming an adult or or an adult or I was becoming a teenager. I just didn't get, I didn't get it. I didn't get the program. So Fraggle Rock. Being a young adult was great. (laughs) Was on.
1: I'm old. (laughs) Yeah. 83 to 87.
0: Oh, I almost had it right. I said, I said 82 to 86.
1: And the original networks were, was HBO. It was always on HBO.
0: Oh, it was an HBO show. Yeah, huh?
1: interesting, interesting. Because I remember we had a cheater box to watch it. You remember cheater boxes? Yeah. What did they look like again? What they way? were just like cable boxes, but you hook it up and you would get all the channels. You get pay per view and Is shit for John free. Is this John Goodman? Hell yeah, really? that's John Goodman. Holy shit! Him getting cast. Badwood. What do you suppose? Take out Badwood. Very. Put in good. Goodwood
0: that felt good didn't
1: it? he's the guy who when fucking julian sands comes in john goodman like tries to pretend like he's a bug expert oh, that okay. would be your uh standard arachnid nest area oh,
0: oh so so he's like yeah he's you know he's like a big fat buffoon <laughs> but yeah so so uh, before we get into fraggle rock the, yeah yeah
1: before so yeah fraggle rock is coming back But before we get into the ratings here uh let's fucking get into some uh wins here on thursday we we only have like three days to cover because we we recorded three days ago yes uh so thursday november 11th station 19 gray's anatomy all took wins station 19 that's that's like the fire department in seattle that's oh, like version the version of, of gray's anatomy oh, it's in the same universe they cross over all the
0: time oh so they have actors kind of like characters into, oh yeah, yeah. They'll introduce, scenarios
1: they'll introduce characters on gray's anatomy and then they'll become a regular on fucking that show hey
0: that, that, that's good old-fashioned smart programming that's good network programming they know what they're doing
1: big sky takes a draw one point uh young sheldon our nemesis takes a win it's into the fucking uh into the prime time really it sure is this fucking thing this is like a wow like southampton these fuckers yeah interesting winning when you don't want them to (laughs) uh united states of al wins ghosts wins be positive wins bull wins be positive and bull barely won that's a yellow win okay um let's see here
0: Ooh, I like this one better so again this yes. is well, what about your NCIS and your, the voice and st- oh no we only had three days or four <laughs> that days that happened
1: we're already we're going oh, into the week oh yeah yeah okay okay so, so then blacklist t- took a draw law and order SVU won law and order organized crime took a draw so only one point Walker took the, took the L and legacies took an L okay
0: okay this again this is an era of it's white men who are solving the problems you know oh yeah Yeah. You know.
1: And I talk like this, so you know I mean well.
0: That would make them drones. They're drones. Or soldiers. Or fat and gay. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, this what did this guy what's he in? What this glass guy with glasses. I have Venezuela.
1: I don't know. He probably was like trying to be Chris O'Donnell at that point. Yeah. I couldn't be O'Donnell.
0: I don't think O'Donnell. Uh, the, 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 like third installment of the Batman franchise is O'Donnell's high watermark. Yeah. Yeah. O'Donnell was probably sent of a woman, right? Yeah. 80, 92. This is right. Sure, I bet you Philip Seymour Hoffman probably was, was auditioning for this, you know,
1: Shark Tank takes a win. Three points. Uh, SWAT wins. Mm. Magnum PI wins. Blue Bloods wins. CBS really is powerhouses. They're pretty much. I'd be hard pressed to find a, a loss for CBS. W-
0: would you say of the of the traditional network of network TV, they are the most dominant network? Yes. Correct. It's not ABC, not NBC. It's CBS. NBC's, oh yeah, not Fox. Mm-mm. No, it's Fox it's, is the news. CBS knows channel. what they're doing, man.
1: NBC has the game show The Wall deb- debuting on Friday. These are Friday numbers. Uh, debuted at two point four three seven million. Got a draw, so it's three point four three, seven in the standings, Penn and Teller and Nancy drew, of course, CW shows. So they,
0: <laughs> again, how that network is alive is amazing.
1: It's amazing. so the only thing that won on Saturday was Saturday night live. And then there were some CW shows on that all took L's uh, Sunday. We had, um, let's see. Supermarket sweep, uh, celebrity wheel of fortune, America's funniest home videos, uh supermarket sweep took a draw the rookie took a draw <laughs> funniest home videos won. So celebrity the, wheel of fortune again, again won. this is
0: second tier We're yeah third, yeah okay okay Okay. yeah
1: okay. that's in there they all there was a good reshuffling of the second tier. i was
0: gonna say apps there's been some change even all I
1: the heard. animated shows lost so let's get into the updated standings here really nothing uh gray's anatomy took a win but it still didn't move It's seventh place so nothing really young sheldon came up into the prime time it is now 17th or uh yeah 18th so it's it's doing well yeah
0: fortunately and it's been doing well consistently
1: new now. top tier for today of the prime access blue bloods law and order svu ghosts magnum pi swat and united states of al all top six in the fucking Prime Access wow. division.
0: So is this where this annoying actor, this obviously older gay man gets uh
1: Yeah, they eat it. He it's, it gets in his popcorn while they watch The Wheel. <laughs> uh SNL got up into the Prime Access with a win, so did Bullen be positive. Uh, the wall is in the late fringe division that that is in there with the CW. Well,
0: is that a remake of the uh, Pink Floyd show? No, it? <laughs> it's just some
1: stupid game show where like there's a wall and Chris fucking Hardwick hosts. And I don't know. Uh, I don't even know the rules. Oh, uh, Let's see what the uh, wall are, is. And then we'll get into TV history.
0: Is there is is nerdist movement like three years done now? It's over. It's over. I mean, right? it's still it's it's whoever were, was the
1: fans of it. It's got its core. They're not gaining new fans. But, but the whole the whole theme of of nerdism uh, it's kind of evolved there's like the sophisticated nerd all oh, those oh, it's nerds been all those nerds that started listening to nerdist 10 12 years ago they all graduated from college and got like jobs they're all interning and working in the corporate world so yeah. they're like you know they wear Woody Allen jackets now and shit and they got <laughs> brand new horned glasses and they slick their hair now yeah 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 and too, they yeah. don't like white nationalists <laughs> I don't either, but, like, when you emphasize it. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just... It almost makes it seem like you become a white nationalist. By saying... <laughs> or just, like, that you're trying to fight it like you're a werewolf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as I pick my nose on that. <laughs> Did you get that one? Uh, hey, hey, you watch that one? Yeah, no, I, uh, I never, uh... All right, let's see. I, all the good, all the. I, I don't the, get the discourse today. I don't get
1: it. The wall it's is a real. Four, the wall is a four-story tall pegboard, similar to pachinko uh, or a bean machine. It oh, is also similar yeah. to the users uh, for the pachinko on the prices, Right. I don't think yep. I'm saying that right. Plinko
0: part or plinko. The
1: yep. bottom of the board is divided into fifteen slots marked with various U.S. dollar amounts. Eight yep. of these ranges from one to one hundred and remain constant throughout the game, while others have been higher. Uh, an increase from round to round balls can be put into play from seven numbered drop zones God. on the top edge of the board directly above so they're just dropping balls into a fucking tunnel and this is where
0: it lands this is how much money you make round one is free fall jesus this is the level of programming yeah final Whoa. decision
1: after the uh third Third question in round three. Oh, so there's questions too. Do
0: you get like a number of balls based on the in questions? In free fall, you right? the
1: team is asked a series of five questions, each with two answer choices. Each question is asked. Three balls are simultaneously released from drop zones one, four, and seven. The team must select one answer and lock it in. See, this is why Squid Game is cool, because you need murders to happen after this game. It really does add spice to it. Yeah, yeah. The Plinko balls will drop. Oh, by the way, if you lose this game, we're going to blow your head off. We're going to spray your brains.
0: So, it, again, it sounds like Squid Game is similar to Running Man.
1: Yes. Running Man, in a Absol- way. But no okay. one's watching it on Squid Game, except for rich people.
0: Live. Uh, is Squid Game? Did it lose or or is it? No, oh, oh, no, no, no I'm no, saying oh. like
1: in the show, it's not broadcast live on oh, television.
0: Oh, oh, so it's like a cl- it's
1: a private rich club.
0: Oh, oh, they just they just do, okay. So they get their thrills that way. That's how they get their thrills. Start okay. of
1: the second rounds, the contestants are separated from each of the other from each other for the rest of the game. One enters an isolation chamber behind the wall while the other remains on stage. A set number of green balls are played simultaneously at the beginning of each round. Four multiple choice questions are then played. With three answer choices, so it's just questions and then they move balls. This game makes no sense. It's awful.
0: <laughs> I disagree with. Yeah, it. I've never heard. I've never watched an episode. It sounds like it's got elements of Prices Right. It's got elements of uh, Family Feud in there because the five question thing, right? It's a Family Feud, uh, yeah, uh, a, a trope or anchor or cliche, whatever you want to yeah, use those words interchangeably. And That's incorrect.
1: James Bailey says a freeze won't stop this show, and we agree. No, <laughs> There we go. All right. Um, so we're going to do, what do we want to do, Sybil? We got TV history.
0: Okay, yeah. This is a little bit of t- for the fact that there was a Sybil two.
1: Well, no, it was two parts. It aired on Sunday and Monday. Oh, so part two aired this week in TV history. Okay, part okay. one was last week. Okay. Uh, quick couple of things in 1968. This week, uh, today actually, uh, the hundredth episode
0: of Hogan's Heroes debuted. Oh, uh, w- uh, what what year? Uh, sixty eight. Six, I was going to say. Oh, you said sixty eight. Okay. Nineteen
1: ninety seven. The hundredth episode of X Files aired on Fox. Ninety seven. Yeah, that was hitting the tail end of it. I feel like. I even think that might have been Mulderless. Is
0: is that to you like just a nineties show? Oh, absolutely. I mean, is that like then
1: Millennium, the shows that like followed it?
0: Yeah, yeah. What kind of cheap knockoffs?
1: No, it was a direct spinoff. Oh, it was? Yeah, they tried. They tried to year two thousand X Files with the show Millennium, and was was Scully
0: in that too?
1: No, I think they use might have used Mulder for one episode. Okay, okay. Um, but I got a couple clips of Sybil here. I also have some VHS clips. I got a Days of Our Lives from this week in 1995. I got a random Voyager episode from 1988. Is the de- Got a lot of places to go here. Do it- you want to watch the VHS with the Voyager episode?
0: The Days of Our Lives episode, is that a continuation of the Possession? I don't Deidre think Hall? so. No, let's see what this is here. Let's go. <laughs> when Deidre Hall is... Oh, he, he he gets killed, though, right? Julian Sands gets Oh, immediately. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I... And yeah. then
1: Will wouldn't have gotten sick. You don't know that, Austin. If he dies, it's my don't fault. Don't even say that. Don't say she's, that, She's Austin. pretty. That's
0: hope, dude, I think. Yeah, she, she, she's the leading woman, right? One of the leading women. There were two... Oh, that's Lucas. <laughs> that's Stefano's son. I remember him. Oh, he's upset because he sees him hugging. Yeah. So he walks up because he's a love interest in her. Yeah. This dude on the left. That's the old Bo. Oh, yeah? So they
1: replaced him with a different actor, but that's Bo.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, it's still Bo? <laughs> um, <the laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's got the beard and he's got the black leather jacket to signify that he's actually kind of a guy. Here, check this
1: out. I think they give a... F- so, full episode of Days of Our Lives. Uh, Lexi surprises Celeste. Bo arrives to protect Hope after learning Jude was in Armady. Sammy gives birth to Austin's son, William.
0: Okay, so, th- th- again... Hospital motif. So there's gonna be a birth scene at the hospital, right?
2: That story just so long ago. I'm surprised
0: he still remembers it. I don't find this act. There was also a bad. new hope. They also had a new hope. I
1: forgot who was a famous. I think Yasmin Bleeth or someone became the new hope. Wow. Because they, the, yeah, Lisa Rena left. That's Lisa Rena
0: oh that, that, that was Hope. yeah oh, okay okay Here,
1: i know this from having a pervert dad who had playboy and like nudie yeah. magazines
0: yeah long nips that lisa renna really really that that was her her right there yeah like little combos that was back when playboy still could give you a, a little bit of juice to get your to kick your career into a new level oh yeah this fucking you know? construction you hear that you know uh, no, i don't actually I, I but yeah it, it is uh she's pretty whatever happened to her how, how was her last name spelled again Renna, R-E-N-N-A. Oh, okay, Renna, Rena, okay, yeah, yeah. I wonder what ever happened to her.
2: A fire!
0: What? Here, here, let me take a look. I think I remember, a fire?
2: Yeah, that's a fire.
0: Titties! What if
1: he was looking at someone showering? It's so
3: only a volunteer fire department in
2: town. Okay, we better go down there. That's a fire. Uh-oh. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Let's, Let's pack
0: up, buddy. Look. We got the sand. We got the playing We got the drums.
2: Uh, <laughs> What the hell
0: is he doing in here? Oh, Jack he is
1: in there. The fire, I think I remember Jack. There's Lucas. i ought to just
2: let him die in here. Bop, bop, bop.
1: Listen to bop, his. Bop, bop. Listen, listen.
3: Jack, what the hell is he doing in here? I bet you
2: started the fire, didn't you? i ought to just let him die in here. Ooh, ooh, that, that, that's dangerous. Wait, there's someone in there. Peter went in get him. All
0: right, you got the first aid equipment. Yeah, Five it's times. right here. It's taking so long. I hope that this
2: happened to Peter.
1: Look how they're just there. It's like they're gathered for like a dinner, (laughs) but they're watching a a fire burn. Yeah,
0: yeah, dressed in them. And that was like 90s clothing. You know, that was hip 90s clothing. Yeah, big overcoats. Yeah, you know, and a
1: certain collar to it. New York chic, but they're not in New York. All, 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 all. soap operas take place in the suburbs i feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're nowhere near a city yeah exactly
0: exactly winston dells they have some weird name yeah yeah because again the people they know that's their audience and they have to give it a name that like, they actually relate to answers,
2: wishes every day uh,
1: all right so soft, let's soft, flick like, around with something else here
2: USA. And now honey
1: put this on Hollywood. pause absolutely And then we'll see what else we got here. Do you want, let's go to this 1988 VHS. Absolutely, man. Sorry, I just just
0: put some in my schedule. Thank you.
1: Okay. Hey, I think it worked. Hey, what do you, do you got put, did you put something on your vision board live on air? Did we manifest? No,
0: no, no, no. I, my vision board. God, that is so fucking, what did you read the secret to? No. You figured out your life, didn't you? Oh my God. The desperate sort of ploys that I sometimes would do in my life to, 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 to take my life in a different direction. Like okay, I'll do it. I'll do a, a vision board. Well, no, just do work. You know. Here I'm gonna do with the fucking. That's not the work. This is the news from 1988. This week.
3: latest contract offer. The workers voted on the second contract. Look at offers. that guy. A few hours did the company's latest contract offer.
0: The workers voted.
1: That guy is up to no fucking good. Well, Look he, at the glare he gave the
0: camera. He's a person of color, right? I mean, isn't that what not what they say out there? It would
3: have extended the number of days to file a grievance, along with having a slight change. It's just so obvious
0: that that the the extreme.
3: One is enjoying another term in the governor's mansion. The other is in it for the first time. George W. Bush and his brother, Jeb Bush, are in New Orleans tonight for the Republican governor.
0: They're tag teaming a girl tonight. This.
3: this... Keller explained. they're bringing the Bush name back into prominence. Yeah,
0: no, yeah. No, this is like a. This would have been like 96 actually. This is the mid mid-late 90s. Cuz if you look at that tie and the, and okay, the and I probably see. still have ties like that. <laughs> no, 98. It's yeah, November yeah, 18th, 98. Yeah, again, the I mean Bush is he's putting his name in the in, acid you
1: know. attack in Seminole County is coming up next. Oh, we're going to talk. We got to watch
0: that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, them trying to be yeah, be relevant again. You know, the Bush family. God, the Republicans just... The, the, what's interesting, with the, the Trumpers just hate the Bush administration. They think they're just completely part of of, of inside Washington, you know? Inside of the swamp. You know, the, uh, look at those ties and those suits. They're just so fucking late 90s. Era of the light blue dress shirt. Yeah. Loved yep. a light blue dress shirt. Yep, exactly. And, and that tie, that tie pattern... S- somewhat
3: a smaller lapels leave the local woman fighting for life tonight at Orlando regional medical center investigators say a separate there have been of-
1: acid attacks in Florida. There's one a year, I'm telling you, for the last 50 years. People literally
0: throw acid They're onto the They're just acid
1: at people. Jeez. Florida's
0: hardcore, dude. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> Alert. Florida's hardcore. <laughs> I had lunch yesterday with a... But a this this oh. could be
1: something. I guarantee you I can find an acid attack this week in Florida. Oh,
0: this couple, I, I I we had lunch yesterday, which was great. Good food. Went to the restaurant home. I used to work with this guy 10 years ago at IFF. And he reached out to me, and we had a good lunch. We hung out for three hours. They were in California, but they have a house in Florida, and we were talking about how fucked up Florida is. And, again, it's an easy target, but, yeah, acid attacks? Like someone actually, like, they had to contemplate putting acid on someone. I don't know. There's something.
3: Seminole County police are interrogating him tonight. The daughter was not hurt. A Central Florida baby, whose father is accused of burning her with an oven rack, is back home tonight. Fourteen-month-old baby Gray Jesus. has been getting treatment at the Shriners Burn Center in Cincinnati, where doctors say she's doing much better.
2: Next,
1: kid's just ahead. Yeah, it's just a, it's like fucking <laughs> uh, eraser head. Ooh. They split yeah. it open and it's just fucking the organs.
0: <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, man. It's all just. Right. Again. Yeah. The, the Florida is just. It, I don't know. The, the, there's do too many to human say. beings on the planet. You know, this also we just do awful things to each other. You know, it's just like, oh, I think I'll go burn you with this. It's just not good. That's a lot of text.
1: A lot of Star Trek. <laughs> Oof.
0: Let's go to number part seven here. Yeah.
1: Yeah got it i think an entertainment tonight
2: what the
1: fuck is going on here these these dvds throw you for a loop sometimes these dvd transfers yep yep entertainment this week a look at 1966 fuck this fuck that 1966
0: yeah, got what was. Do you want to take a look at Sybil a little bit? Yeah,
1: what do you want pop, pop to do? on a
0: little bit of Sybil. I remember the. You know, again, there was a not. Oh, so this is Sally Field who plays Sybil. I want to see her like how she because she's again for those of you who don't know this is a okay. big thing in the seventies. Okay, it is a woman with a, with multiple personality disorder. She's got multiple personalities. And so, and, and anything can kind of set her off. And this book was like really popular in the seventies because this was like kind of it was like the beginning of kind of they pop still call psychology. It multiple,
1: multiple personality disorder. That's, yeah, that's not correct now.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's not. What's the PC? Well, because it's a, a a disassociative. Oh, okay, something. okay, yeah, interesting. Because that, that's what they called it back then. So this was like, you mean there's people like this was almost like when anorexia first started to hit. It was like this actually. Like, this is actually going on. Also, something they don't use, bipolar. Anything that kind of is
1: framed negatively, they've kind of altered. Well, I don't, like, multiple personality disorder sounds
0: like... Disorder. It hey? sounds like there's something wrong with yeah, you. It's like a sickness. Is, yeah, well... It's a problem. It's problematic, you know.
2: But you popped out so fast. What's the matter, sweetie? It was my idea. She stole it. I wanted to sing Easter ball really, really,
0: really. They they go into her background. I think she's going through therapy, and, and they have a background of her. She's the victim of. She was abused by a grandmother repeatedly as a child. So she had to develop this personality coping mechanism. A lot, a lot of women. Women tend to be susceptible to this sort of oh, disorder, whereas men are the narcissistic serial murderer types. You know, Ooh, like, look at that guy. You know, <laughs> that, that that was the '70s, man. Look at oh, you know what that is? That's a, 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 a young a, that's John Wayne Gacy. G- no, it's Scott Davis. He was in Roots. He was in Chariots of Fire. He died of AIDS. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a gay actor. He, he died, died of, the, of the of the of the fucking AIDS. the disco plague they yeah, call it. Yeah, man, that's what a fucking tragedy, man. And just homophobia. Oh boy. Ooh, boy, as I say it all the time. Oh, she's going to go off. Yep, yep. This whole street mind performer thing, wearing makeup, I remember being a kid and not liking it. Like, uh, uh, mimes were huge in the mid-70s. Like, Look at these street performers. It it, it definitely tied into the hippie motif still, you know? Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, it's bringing her back. It's It's triggering her. It's triggering her. It's triggering her. Yep. This is... Because <laughs> she was also like... I
1: love how yeah. they're framing it, though, that like, oh, no, we didn't do anything wrong with her.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. This is What language is this?
1: It's the, probably shown in Scandinavian.
0: Yeah, yeah. this is obviously... Yeah, absolutely. This is not Don't beat Norwegian. her with the window open. Shut the window if you're going to beat the girl. Yeah, they, Yeah, they did this. This goes into her... Systematic abuse, you know. What they fixed her shoe? <laughs> they were <laughs> fixing her shoe. I think they're actually tying her to the chair. Okay, was actually, that, was, that was part of it. I think that was actually the theme. But they, they have backstory like that. I remember this being like my mom watching this and being into it, you know, because my mom well, she bailed. She, well, she, yeah. she had a breakthrough and bailed. Yep, there we go. She had a br- yeah. See, it, 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 it's the it's the it's the hair. You see, you know what they say? People who actually do have like repressed memory when you're actually able to experience it again, you're actually getting healthier psychologically. Like you're not repressing it. You're integrating it into your experience now. I think, is that
1: right? Well, and I think that's why they try and take the negative spin off of it too, uh, is to like, because even now, if you find out your neighbor has multiple personalities, even saying that is bad.
0: So disassociative, okay. Um, and and then what's the for bipolar? What is that? Is it uh, split personality or something? It's or a it- part
1: of depressive. Uh, no, bipolar is what they call manic depressive. Oh, manic depression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Manic depressive is the bad one. Yeah, yeah. They hung her up like Saddam Hussein, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. She pees here. I, oh, she does pee- she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is she taking a leak in the lake right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she just it, it's part of the thing. She pees like here, the Exorcist. Believe. Yeah, I think so. I
1: You're all going to die up there. I could be combining You're it. You're thinking? I
0: could be <laughs> combining the two. You movies. wanted Sally
1: Field <laughs> peeing in the scenario. You 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 crossed fucking uh, heartthrobs <laughs>
0: the, the, of that era. This is when Field was definitely like, she wasn't a, 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 she was making her way into being a leading woman. And, and it was, um, well, it was a Burt Reynolds movie that made her, it was the, uh, you know, that movie that, uh, you know, Smokey and the Bandit that actually broke her through. I believe, I believe. I like Sally Julie Field out
2: oh,
0: And she was oh, in Lincoln oh, for crying out loud. You
1: know? What?
0: I also find I, her. I don't very like this affected.
1: movie because yeah. it seems like there wasn't a lot of her changing personalities. It's just montages and voices in her head.
0: Well, I think this is part two because in the first one they it's a two parter. I think in the first one they did more of that the second one. It's her trying to get psychologically healthy. Isn't Joanne Woodward in this? That that was paul newman's wife i thought i could be wrong i don't know <laughs> but sybil was yeah yeah this was uh, you know that's pretty much uh
1: do you want to ease out of it here do you want what do we got to do you got 15 minutes still you think
0: No, oh, man it's 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 winding down buddy all right. sorry about that all man, right but that, that happens
1: okay we had a nice little
0: 30 minute second half exactly we went through this week in tv history a little bit you know we watched a little bit of sybil It was a little bit rushed but that's you know it happens you know I always think it's going to be worse than what it is. But when I go back and listen to some of this, I was like, no, it's actually okay.
1: (laughs) Let me just open up the filter so I could get a proper closing song. Say your goodbyes. What
0: what would be a a PC name for bipolar? Now Look
1: it up. Look up. Look up uh, like
0: bipolar new name. Exactly. Sorry about that, dude. I should do that. I I shouldn't ask you to do that for me.
1: No, it's all good. It's all good, daddy. (laughs)
0: Let me see. I want to see because I want to learn something here put on tv we'll channel surf our way out of out of this here
1: yeah um, but they, they but support. i know disassociative disorder is what they call multiple personalities Oh oh. see we fucking hit it
0: on the exactly. goddamn head exactly we did man because we're professionals that's what we do but i'm by a new name new name bipolar new name what do they call it uh maybe by uh, like disorder default i don't know what it is Bipolar disorder, formerly called manic depressive yeah. illness or manic depression. Oh, it's just bipolar is actually the word now. What's now look up multiple personality new name? What is another name for bipolar? Bipolar disorder goes by many names. Manic depression, manic depressive disorder, manic depressive illness. Yeah, no, bipolar is the more is PC. the new one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Multi multi personality disorder. Dissociative Identity Disorder. Yeah, Dissociative Identity Disorder. A Disorder yeah. characterized by the presence of two or more distinct personality states. Dissociative Identity Disorder, previously called multi-personality disorder, is usually a reaction to trauma as a way to help the person avoid bad memories. Ugh. Yet the concept of a repressed memory scares the shit out of me. I, I, my memory is obviously a very a very important thing because I live in the past. Yeah. Uh, but it, it scares me. I had a joke about that. I said, when all the other kids called up playing doctor, I, I, you know I called it playing stepfather that's when I think I have repressed memory I, because that was my joke in 96 I think it's kind of funny isn't
1: it I this, keeps
0: this is when he has to take mm, on like, yeah he takes on the spiders.
1: exactly uh, but yeah we'll ease out of it here uh, yeah So uh, did you enjoy the episode, though? Overall, minus the technical difficulties? Dude, it's all good, man. I
0: appreciate you even doing the
1: work. Uh, I think, do you got a room on Sunday to do one?
0: That's not long enough away, right? I I don't... uh, Your manipulative tactics to get me to do two shows... Well, no, that would be like five days from now. Yeah, no, I I I can't do a show on Sunday.
1: Okay, I can't do it. Well, we don't know when we'll be back. Then I got to get my
0: work schedule. We'll, next week we'll, we're gonna do it. I think during the week is working out pretty well. I like it. All right. So. Well,
1: follow Crotius At insecure comic on Twitter. He's Adam Crotius everywhere else. KeithPayzel dot uh, for all the backlogs. YouTube, Apple, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, we'll see. Ya. Love you.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, yeah.
2: announce we are off the air when we are off the air. (laughs)